bars and hoops, Lamont swoops back alley cats, the back door cuts with alley oops, posting up, you on block or mic and booth and kick it out to one who likes to shoot, oh yeah, and we merging them, got 50 with a surgeon and some throwbacks like Snoop Dogg with Magic Irvin's and some more in like Master P and Dr. Irvin playing on how about maybe a little Wayne speaking on bird back then, bars and hoops y'all, we hitting up all courts, but now with the sports talk, next we talk all sports, back to it. Got Jada and Jamal Croft, haters get crossed out, crossed up across all actual facts, points of view that you've never seen from your favorite artists like talking about Gerald Green or Gerald Wallace, whoever's on your favorite team, L I mean on the verses still be great on the name for being H. Drake's opinion on spates, one synopsis of Blake, tip on Horford's fate, the facts we giving them straight, the truth they shitting on tape, who sports snakes for a sake, so true or you can debate on who you really done rate, come through it really be great, the true the fact like a state, AAM on Prime 8, please remember, bars and hoops, the center of the hood, make it part of your agenda. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Balls and Hoops. Steals the Great. Episode 28. You know, today's episode is going to be focused on, you know, a little bit of the NBA. Um, you know, free agency. NBA offseason moves that were notable. You know, um, some summer league standouts. Um, you know, the Golden State Warriors. And we're going to talk about some of the offseason moves that, you know, the Knicks have made. And, you know, a little bit of the Carmelo Anthony drama. And also get to my special guest today, you know, Mr. Michael Ray, who's the founder of the Well Moderated Podcast, former on-air personality for The Matrix Studio, and my homie, my co-host, Zai Flair. Say what yes, up sir, to the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, gentlemen, man, you know, here we are, man. Um, Just to get right to it, man, what do y'all think about everything that's been going on in NBA free agency? As far as um, all the offseason moves, the signings, the money that these guys are getting. You know, James Harden just signed a big deal for $257 million. Oh, yeah, something crazy. Yeah, that's definitely something crazy, yeah, something man. crazy like that. Yeah, the money is definitely bananas right now. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm looking at all of the moves like, you know, Steph Curry re-signing five years, $201 million. KD resigned a friendly deal, two years, $53 million. Paul Millsap, you know, he signed with Denver, three years, $90 million. Kyle Lowry resigned with the Raptors, you know, for three years, $100 million. Um, You know, Jeff Teague's with the Wolves, Todd Gibson's with the Wolves, Jimmy Butler was traded to the Wolves. But to me, I don't really think that all of these moves are going to equate to anybody really beating the Warriors. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I know for myself, I think that those moves make it more competitive. I don't see Golden State just flat out running through folks by 30 and by 40. Yeah. I understand the end result may still very well be the same, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's 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 marginal. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's it's as much as I like Golden State, one injury at a wrong time. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a wrap. You can't give I mean basketball more so than I think any other sport. Uh-huh. You can't let marginal teams hang around cuz anything is subjected to happen. And that's for sure. A three falling out of bounds, a bad call by a ref, 
and you looking up at a loss. Yes, sir. So, you know, most of the moves, my 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 the best moves I saw probably you know, this is gonna drive a lot of folks off off the water. But the it. best moves that I feel made by anybody mm-hmm. was the Lakers. I feel the Lakers put themselves in a position whereby they're gonna be tough. Not right now. Yeah. But you're going to look up in two, three years, and I think more so than anybody, when, when Golden State starts to go on the downtrend, mm-hmm. the you're going to look up and the Lakers going to be like right yeah. there. Nah, my man. sleeper move, uh-huh. my sleeper move uh-huh. was Golden State adding Swaggy P to their bench. You know what? That's a move that a lot of people are overlooking. Like, now, I can argue you that Golden State is almost 10 deep. Uh, of course. Right, yeah, yeah, Livingston. Of course. Swaggy P, uh-huh. David West came yes, back. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? Those yes, three right there, like they got a bench now. Yeah, they got a bench. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They got a bench that can put up numbers, and and you could be the slowest plotting dude there is if you know you're gonna get the ball and you know you're gonna win. Yeah. 55, 60, 62 games. Yeah. You do whatever you, you you want them to do. Dudes with bad reputations over the years. What happens at the end of their careers when they went to San Antonio? Became team players because mm-hmm. they knew yeah. the chance of walking out of here with a ring was real high. So that, that's that's what I that's what I took from free yeah, agency. A lot of guys yeah chasing the rings, but you're right though. I mean, with the Lakers, they did add um, Brooke Lopez via trade. You know, even though the center position is basically on a decline and it's basically about to be phased out, all those traditional centers like Brooke Lopez dump the ball down low to get an easy bucket. I think that. That game is slowly but surely fading away. Yeah, this, but this, huh? No, no, saying yeah, because it's a lot of stretch four and fives now. Exactly. It's, it's uh, the low post game is in today's era. Yeah, is uh, slowly diminishing. Yeah, but yeah. my guesstimation is that that's really just for probably the next five to nine years. Five to nine. Because everything trends. Yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah. in a minute, somebody will say, you know, everybody's a stretch four. Yes, indeed. If I put a dude at 240, 6'9", mm-hmm. down on the low block, nobody on any other team got anybody that can defend that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. everybody will start looking for that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when they start looking for that, everybody yeah. in the AAU circuit uh-huh. yeah. and, and it will start training dudes. Yeah. Yo, man, if you go down on the low block, yeah. yo, you could get. 25, 30 touches a game. Yes, indeed. Remember what makes I hate to say this, but what made the triangle successful oh, for dudes like Shaq and Powell yes. is that one of those triangular points yeah. was on the low block, yes, yeah, right? Yeah. On the on that on that high post corner uh-huh. or on that low block yeah. corner uh-huh. when you made the triangle shape, so yeah. you were guaranteed to get touches as opposed to a pick and roll or a motion type offense where it just kept moving mm-hmm. and you that big man might have necessarily never seen the rock. He set a pick. Somebody slip if yeah. you're running the pick and slip or in, in in that in that vein. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I say about another five, seven years when when that becomes popular, yeah. everybody will go right back to that again. It's just trends. It's, that's true. It's just circular trends. That's true. And that's it. Cause you know what? Everybody wants to shoot threes, but if you can <laughs> throw it to me on the low block and I get an and one and yeah. I hit the one, that's guess what three. I just did? Yeah. That's, that's a three. three. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, 
You know. Yes, indeed. But that's my humble opinion. Nah, that's nah, the, that's a fact. I think the Warriors and uh, Cleveland, Houston, those teams led the league in three point percentage. That changed the dynamic. Of, of all of that, so every every high powered offense was drive drive to the hole, kick it out, as to where you had your traditional big man, and it was throw it down low and then work its way back out. It's no more of that. Yeah. You got the big man up now trying to shoot 15, 20 wow. foot jumpers, trying to put the ball on the floor. Porzingis. Yeah, <laughs> he might be one of the few that could do that because he's so light. He, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna throw that ball down low to him. You yeah. know, like that. So. Yeah, he has no post game, and then you got guys like Dwight Howard, who the game just passed by completely. Oh man, Niggas, they don't even talk about him being traded to Charlotte. He with Kemba Walker in Charlotte now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he should be dominating the league. He right should now. be this era's Shaq, for real, like, easily. Never lived up to his potential, man. Never lived up. He should have stayed in Orlando, and he'd have been all right, man. He should be this era's version of Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and I'm- and and. A lot of dudes are not even down on a block to guard him. Nah. But he has still, how many years he's been in here, no low post game at all. None. Never. At all. None. And Barkley always bangs on him for that. Too. Yeah. Shaq, too. Shaq is, Sha- Shaq, Shaq is a hater. Shaq open, Shaq is a hater. Shaq Nah, he's not a hater. He, he, nah, opened, he opened my eyes and explained why. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq whole thing was he played where there was all dominant centers. Ooh. Right? This is Shaq. Shaq saying he played at Robinson, Akeem, Ewan, mm-hmm. and et cetera. Dwight it was in, came in in an era where it really wasn't no dominant centers like that. Instead of you averaging 19 and, and, and 8 rebounds, you should be averaging for your body type. 24 and, and 15. Yeah, shit, 28 and 15. Easy, 30 and 15. Easy. easy. And I used to think Shaq was hated too, but once he explained that, once he broke that down to me, I was like, nah, he's right. Nah, Shaq is he's right. Shaq hated on him because of that whole Superman, Superman. thing too. All right, well you can you know argue, I mean? you can you argue that. that. Yeah, you can yeah, yeah. you, you argue that, but what he's saying about the white to me, I think it's true. So. That's true. That's true too, for sure. They arguing over a logo. They don't own. You know what I mean? For real. So. With all of that being said, like all of these moves that are being made, the most talked about team right now is um the Houston Houston Rockets. They added Chris Paul. You know, James Harden is coming off the best season of his career, MVP-like season. They added Chris Paul. They're trying to add Carmelo Anthony. Me, honestly, I don't I don't think that Chris Paul and James Harden can work together. And if they add Carmelo to the mix, I definitely don't see it working at all. I don't see them giving Golden State a run for their money because it looks it just looks like they're putting a bunch of individuals together. Whereas with Golden State, that was just like the perfect yeah. storm combined. Yeah. KD fit into their system because he's naturally an unselfish player. He's a catch-and-shoot guy that can also take the ball isolation and give you buckets, and he can play in the system. That's why it worked so well, and they didn't ra- really have any growing pains like how the Miami Heat had growing pains when they had LeBron and Wade and Bosch together. It just seemed like it was effortless with Golden State. With Houston, I don't see that working because James Harden had his best season of his career running the show, basically making all of the plays, handling the ball 90% of the time. That's Chris Paul's whole career. He handled the ball 95% of the time. I don't see how those two can coexist, and I don't have faith in Mike D'Antoni to make that work. What's your thoughts on that? I feel that um, 
I seen an interview yesterday where Who? where um I was watching actually the uh summer league game. Uh-huh. They were shown from from a few days before where Chris Paul was there with James Harden. Mm-hmm. They claim that, and then I watched the prep the press conference when they introduced Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. They claim that they on the same page. They worked it out. James Harden was one of the active dudes recruiting him over there because he wanted to move back to his his uh the natural spot. Which is the two, three, the two. Wow. Let's see how that go. As far as Camelo goes. If he do come over to the Rockets, you ain't you ain't get along with the coach exactly. in New York. So I don't know how that's gonna work. You y'all will have to have a serious sit down, talk and hash all that out before I even consider coming over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if y'all didn't get along in New York, what makes you think you gonna come to Houston and everything's gonna be hunky dory? Yeah, the rumor is Mike D'Antoni don't even want him there. Uh, you know? Yeah, that's what it said. They interviewed him the other day on on what I think it was Mike and Mike. And he didn't give a ring an endorsement. He just was like, ah, well, it's like. He'll take, he'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, if, so if, like, if the organization bring him there, he's basically saying, I'll deal with it, you know. But he don't want to deal with that. And if a mellow, I don't even know why now you even want to come to keep. Why would you even want to leave New York? You got your wish. Phil Jackson is gone. Now you want to go because Phil Jackson left before you. And you made a case that you wanted to stay so bad. So why when Phil leaves, all of a sudden you went up the I can understand you wanting to win, right? But uh, you made your case. Um, you're going through your you're going through your shit with your lady right now. That might be the per- that might be the time where you need to stay and hash that out rather than you going to another state and she's still here and then now y'all further you know whatever. If it work, it work. I still don't think they're going to come with Golden State. The team that I think that's the only threat in the West to Golden State is the Spurs. Nah, yeah, big time, man. Nah. They shipped them past. Nah, Mike, what you think? Man. Man? What you think about that, man? You know what? I feel I'm, I'm gonna be the only contrarian here, as, uh-huh. I, as I usually <laughs> like to be. I think, that, first of all, uh-huh. ain't nobody coming out of the West but Golden State. Exactly. So if the fight here is for who's gonna be second best mm-hmm. well, in that's the West, more victory. Then you know what? <laughs> then, then in my humble opinion, uh-huh. Mellow to Houston makes. The perfect amount of sense, providing uh-huh. dudes have come to that acquiesced mind frame. Okay. Like, look, my best chance to ever run with my boys uh-huh. is gonna be in Houston. That's number one. Yes, sir. So if I gotta eat a little crow, then so be it. If I look at numbers, yeah. statistically speaking, out of efficiency, yeah. some of the best efficiency Melo has ever had mm-hmm. was playing with All-Stars mm-hmm. in a Mike D'Antoni offense. And that would have been through the Olympics. Yes, indeed. When he was coming up off the bench, yeah. crushing yeah. everybody. Yes, indeed. So now here you are with a dude that next to LeBron... Mm-hmm. Everybody has a massive amount of respect for in Chris mm-hmm. Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Massive amount of respect. There's mm-hmm. a reason why he's, you know, player, player um, association president. There's That's a, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If there's anybody, if there's anybody that can get, see, Houston's problem wasn't that Harden couldn't get off. It was that when you when Harden couldn't get off, nobody, nobody else. else could get off. That's true. Right. Yeah. So now you put a dude on the court. 
that can pretty much see to it yeah. that everybody else gets off yeah. if he's not getting off. Yeah. Now, you throw a dude in whose game is so well-rounded that he going to get off yeah. regardless, yeah. right? You figure from 15 feet in, he's money. Yeah. From 15 feet out, He's money. Yeah. He can turn over either shoulder. Yeah. Strong as hell. Yeah. Got a quick, not the quickest jumper, but has a quick second jump. Yeah. And when he needs to, can go put himself down on the low block and yeah. do something that's not popular anymore, yeah. which is score on the low block. Now I'm with my main man every night who's going to get, him the get ball. me the ball in a spot where I'm most efficient, yeah. playing for a coach who runs a system that pretty much gets players who are marginal, yeah. i.e. Jeremy Lin. Yeah. One of his best statistical seasons yes, was in a Mike D'Antoni offense. Yes, what, what's, what's my man who put, who, who's, whose wife dry snitched on him that he had guns in the crib? Um, um, Raymond um, Felton. Raymond Felton. Uh, one of Raymond Felton's theoretical best Set of t- statistical seasons was with him yeah. and Stat. Yeah. Stat's best statistical season. Yeah. He, he made his, his system made. Uh, what's his name? The point guard, white dude, Steve Nash. Made made Steve Nash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Made Steve Nash who Steve Nash yeah. was. And under a D'Antoni system, uh-huh. you found that dudes like Janillo. Danilo Gallinari uh-huh. could shoot. Uh-huh. He made. He got. Remember this. Under a D'Antoni system, you got the dude from Stanford who played two guard for the Knicks for for like two years. Landry Fields. Landry Fields ended up in Toronto with a contract so fat for a dude who was such a scrub <laughs> that he just retired. Did anybody know he retired? Nah. nah for he real. retired. Nah, he retired. Laundry, wild right? stuff. And, but you know what's And good. because of that system, it made the kickouts out of that system give uh-huh. that other tall, skinny white dude um, who was just shooting threes from the left side. Uh, his name escapes me oh, at the moment. Um, Steve Novak. Steve Novak. Yeah, yeah. So Discount double through check. a Dan Tony system, yeah. it makes marginal players appear more than they are. Yes, so now is. you put above margin players uh-huh. who have some kind of motivation. Uh-huh. Mello goes to Houston. Mello knows this is it. Yeah. In terms yeah. of where he is in his career. Yeah, yes, After this, he's Captain Jack. He's yeah. 33. Yeah, he's right? This is it. Yeah, yeah. So that is why I think under those principles, it has the possibility yeah. to be successful. He'd yes, be better off staying in the East. Yes, indeed. At least to get to a finals. Yes, that's, that's what I think. But it's, it's less work. Also. If you want to call a Western Conference Finals and getting <laughs> losing four games to two, yeah. your NBA Finals, then, <laughs> I mean. Might not win two. And I've been to yeah. Houston, so. Yeah, I love You can have a good time in Houston. Oh, for sure. oh, yeah. I don't know if this is a that's family sure. show or not, yeah, but yeah, you can, have a, no, you yeah, can yeah. have a good time in Houston. Yeah, not, where yeah, not where I've been in Houston. Yeah. It's rated all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Houston, man. You know what it is? He ran that same. He ran that same formula with Nash's stat. When he came to New York, he used that with um, Raymond Felton's stat. They ran the high screen pick and roll. Yeah. That got Raymond Felton some of his best numbers that season. I think it was 16 a game. Had him talking all star game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A fact. He was, he Felton, was, Felton was looking like 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 Walt Clyde Frazier yeah. for some, a minute. Some nights right. he was he would right. get 20 something, and they were eating. And then when Stat got that knee, when the knee start acting up. That and then they it. brought Melo over, and then the whole shit collapsed. Uh-huh. So, 
the, the uh, stand ain't never been right. I mean, the best he best he been with Melo's when they went to the playoffs until he bust the glass with his hand and then. Nah, but how about t- uh, tweaking his back on the layup line in that Boston yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. Oh, killed us then. <laughs> Soft. Yeah. Yeah. Soft. Terrible. He hasn't Soft. been right since. He yeah. been right since. Now he's in Israel bullying these young get- little guys out there in Israel trying to come back Leave to them boys alone. See, he getting yeah, paid, he getting paid you know out there. Mean? He getting paid out yeah, there. Man. Right, don't he co-own the team or something like that? Yeah, he co-owns the team he in Israel. Team. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, so he left the NBA, thought about the money route, tried to go out there, rejuvenate his career. People, people getting paid overseas now. Yeah, man. I mean, the money is there. Well, good there. Yeah, he had money. Oh, yeah. The Knicks, the Knicks, Knicks gave him out $100 million. Knicks gave him out $100 million. And then the crazy part with that was, yeah, the Suns the Suns offered him $100 million too, but they had a stipulation in this contract where that knee give out, we get you off like a football contract. The Knicks gave him a straight 100 whether you healthy or not. Here you go. And that's why people bash Dolan, man. But... I mean, it worked though because Mel, you think Melo would have came over without stat? The Knicks are back. Nah, I, I don't exactly. think so. Exactly. I don't think so. But, and that's why I don't blame Dolan wholeheartedly. Like, you got most fans, like, oh, he needs to sell the team and this, that, that and the third. That Listen, man, at the end of the day, I don't know anybody that just wants to piss away money just to piss away money. He's trying to fix the problem. He, his problem is, is he's just giving the money Knicks are worth, to the wrong Knicks people. Are worth man. Five and he's too loyal. Seven. Billion dollars. dollar franchise yeah. as per Ford. Yeah, and and that's crazy. They worth and, more than the Cowboys, and they're running incompetent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I heard the Cowboys was number one oh, in sports. On, you just a Cowboy fan. I'm Maybe just saying that it was in 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 sports. They said they was the highest. Uh, what's name sneak franchise. This one in, man. You I'm got a smartphone. Look it up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what I read, man. <laughs> I know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. That, there's a degree. There's a degree of finger pointing that you can't put on Dolan. Uh-huh. You know, the biggest finger point most people put on owners is that the dude won't write the check. He writes the check. Dolan write the check. Yes. Don't matter who you are. Lovely. Checks. Dolan write the check. Yes. That's the problem. So he, write, he writes too big of a check to the wrong mean? people. It's the wrong people. That's the yeah. problem. So now um, you're getting hit with the tax. The taxes at, on top of that. But he's willing to pay. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Um, David was the David Griffin explode exposed the garden, and he exposed Dolan for his loyalty to his people. David Griffin wanted to come in and clean house. He was like, no. Dolan was like, no. Yeah, Allen Houston is my man. Yeah, he wanted to Steve get rid of my guys. Steve Bill is my him. guy. Mark Walkington is my exactly. guy. Exactly, Mark Walkington. These, these are my. These. Now, now let me say this in the GM search. You know what I found to be kind of sad? What's if that? anybody deserved an opportunity to GM the Knicks, uh-huh. it would have been Mark Walkington. Well, well, he's like a special advisor. He is, but yeah. bring him down. Let him GM GM the squad. I mean, yeah. I, not, or at least interview him to GM the squad. Now, maybe yeah. he feels like, look, I'm good and cozy where I am. Yeah. I'm out of the line of fire. Uh-huh. Um, he was the main reason for Melo coming he's here. He's the main reason for Melo coming here. Yeah. That's right. So that's yeah. why the other thing I got to, you know, on the on the socio-political perspective. Let's go. That I got to respect Dolan for. Mm-hmm. Go find me another franchise in sports. Never mind the NBA mm-hmm. In sports mm-hmm. As a matter of fact Go find me a Fortune 500 company in business mm. With the top two pieces in the infrastructure 
are African American. Mm. Oh, freaks. Yeah, no saying has done that. He he. Listen, I, it's not you know two wrongs don't make a right. I'm not trying to but question any of the ills, but at a time where you telling me that or, or African Americans are trying to prove to mm. people that you know what I'm saying we're capable of X, Y, and Z. Go show me another Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. that got two blacks running the joint. Can't find it. Can't find it. That's a red flag. Can't find it. So for that reason alone, yeah. I give Dolan. Like a six percent pass, yeah. Because he obviously don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. I think you can do the job, then so be it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that even goes back to when, if I'm correct in my in my in my statistical findings, mm-hmm. the last time that occurred in sports was the Knicks again when Steve Mills and Isaiah were both in the upper echelon. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying that's hard, man. Yeah, no, that's hard. Right. It's hard to find that. You're Go right. find that. Nah, so you're right. there's that's a part a of me. Point. There's a part of me. No matter how bad a product they put out on the floor, mm-hmm. always pulls for them for that reason alone. That's yo, and you know nobody has ever pointed out that angle, and, and with the climate of the world now, and like you said, these companies, it's hard to find that. Go find it's that. Rare. You, Go you find, won't find that. that. You're right. You, you ain't finding that nowhere. Yeah, you're right. You're so. Right. And I, I like what this dude's bringing to the table. I like some of the stuff he's already put out there that he want to do. And I got the feeling that Mills is going to pretty much give him that free reign to rock yeah, and Scott roll. Perry. Yeah, Scott Perry. Yeah, Scott Perry. I get the feeling that he's going to give him the free reign to rock and roll away. He kind of wants to rock and roll. Yeah. Um. And, and again, I'll take an argument that I heard from an interview that uh, I found compelling, which was that, to their credit... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, the the dude from um, that they interviewed for the GM position from from Cleveland, David Griffin. David Griffin wanted the clean house. Yeah, yeah. To, to their to their credit, they said that that scouting staff that they have yeah. at, at the Knicks is not a half bad scouting staff. No, that's a fact, right? So if you figure who that scouting staff. Has found over the years. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about what well, the Knicks find players and then let them go. Well, yeah. look at some of the dudes that they did find. Yeah. That came from that scouting style. Yeah. So I could, you know, to the degree he does have something there to work with. Um, but you know, the rest will be interesting to see. Nah, it would be. And it's and it's it's funny that you say that. And it's like you know, I've been dying to call on the sports talk radio all day, but I've been driving and you know, every time I Dial, I end up, you know, getting caught up with something else. But a lot of people are bashing the Knicks. Like, why would they want to make the playoffs? Like, they have a good enough roster to make the playoffs and be respectable. And, I, and, and them making the playoffs isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because even though we know they're not going to win the NBA championship, it doesn't matter. We had two back-to-back lottery picks. KP and now Frank Nielakinia. These are, these, are, these are two franchise future players that you're going to build your, that's the cornerstone of the franchise going to the playoffs and getting them that experience early in their career is only a win win and a plus for them let me so ask now you, huh? let me ask you a question what did any of you guys see this point guard play like highlights I haven't seen I, I've just seen like video clips of him play I, you know What's, what was your I gotta take trust, on that I gotta trust the pros I mean obviously they saw something in him that he says they could play in the NBA yeah, and he's with yeah, exactly. Yes, indeed. My man Nick Black in the corner. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I know, I know, 
I know they um they call him the what they say the next the next uh, Rick Rubio. I don't see Rubio in this game. I don't see Rubio in this game. I tell you, what, I've watched three, two or three of his games. Uh-huh. What I found to be impressive was. I think Fran Fraschilla said that Frank Nilakina will never be an all-star. Yes. Frank Nilakina will be a solid, solid, solid starter in your league. Yes, so, so that, he's long yes. with about a seven-foot wingspan. Yes, oh, wow. Has yes. this? Has he's not fast, but has a deceptive quickness. quickness. Yep. But with a long stride, right? Which makes getting around a man relatively simple. Mm-hmm. And he likes to play D. Yes. That's and is smart. And then as my man Black said, he been playing with grown men yes. from the jump. Yes. And not little grown men. Yeah. Not 16 playing with 19. Yeah. He's 16, 17, 18 playing with, playing with 24, yeah. 25, 26. And dudes who came from the States. Yeah. To play, yeah. That's who he's been playing. That's who he yeah. cut. That's who he cut his teeth with. Yeah. So, so yeah. let me ask you this, Mike. Um, you got the eighth pick. Your turn to select in this in this draft that just passed. Dennis Smith select? Jr. is available. Who would you select? Malik Monk is available, and frankly, the King is available. Me personally, <laughs> 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 me personally, knowing what their needs have been. For at least the past ten years, exactly. I probably would have took Dennis Smith Jr. Huh. Right? Yeah. Malik Monk is Kemba Walker 2.0. Yep. Oh. So yep. that would have yep. been that would have been House. instant numbers. Eddie yep. House, Eddie instant House. instant numbers. Yep. But if you wanted to take the safe pick, uh-huh. Nilakina would have been, in theory, the safe pick. Remember, he's he's. He he here's the similarity in Nilakina uh, and their second round pick Damian Dotson. I like him. Damian Dotson played four years in college. Yes, At yes. 23 years old, Damian Dotson is a grown man. Yes. Right? Yes. You can never go wrong with a grown man. Yes. And yes. that's why he's been successful in summer league. Yes. What makes Nilakina successful is the same principle minus the age. Though he's not a grown man chronologically, mm-hmm. all he's done is play his, with grown His men. game is mature. And, and to be fair to him, mm-hmm. and not be fair at the same time, mm-hmm. you know who else was successful in the, in, the, in, in the NBA having played with grown men all their damn life? Who's that? KB? Nah. Go to San Antonio. Oh yeah, right. yeah. He spent his whole formative yeah. years yeah. playing with nothing but grown. Now we all played ball in the park. Yes, indeed. It was one thing to play with our age yes. bracket. Oh yeah. yeah, it was another thing to think you was gonna go shoot and play in the full court yeah. with the old Jeez. Trust, trust me. The right? game was That's a lot. Fact. The That's game a was a lot different when you 16, 17 playing with your friends, and then let's just say the older guys picked you up. Now. You ain't getting. You, it's a whole nother league now. <laughs> My man, small. Said. You're tougher. The, the, the dudes are stronger. The game isn't even the same. It's n- yeah. nowhere near yeah, it. Nowhere. Slows down. Yeah, They're smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they already know the tricks and trades. Using of the tricks, you, you use playing with the <laughs> stuff you watched from the OGs. Yeah. yeah. You in them courts in the back of the park now. Yeah. 
yep. dropping fifty. Yep. You look like Earl of Pearl. You dropping fifty. <laughs> Knowing cotton picking well, if I go down there to that center court and yeah. play full, yeah. I ain't getting a I ain't they getting a shot off. Shoot. They, they ain't let me let shoot. shoot. But I'm coming back here. I'm dropping fifty. <laughs> hey. Dudes is buying me quarter waters <laughs> and cookies. I'm, I'm abusing <laughs> dudes. Abusing them. And God help you if you if you score once, yeah. they're gonna look at you like you ain't coming in here with that shit no yeah. more. That was it. That was your one. That was your one. You ever got set? You ever you ever caught a pick? You ever caught a screen from an OG? Oh Oh, God! And your ears rang for like two days. Especially if you don't see it coming and you run into it. Set that same pick in the backcourt. Kids, (laughs) kids is leaving. That's a fact. They leaving. They don't like you. They want to jump you and they leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They got got, got their mothers coming to tell you to stop. Don't hurt their baby like that. You be ready to curse everybody out because they like, why you ain't calling the screen out? You running the sun, not even looking, and you like, you got to learn the hard way, man. But but you know what? That type of way makes it better for you at a young age. He's six five. He's a little under two hundred pounds. Yeah. He got decent court vision, yeah. and again, somebody who gets disrespected through this whole process mm-hmm. is Jeff Hornacek. I really think uh-huh. Nilakina has the potential to be something solid. Now, I to Jeff so. Hornacek, yeah, Let's this is what's down. unfair. Okay, everybody blasts Hornacek. Yeah. Hornacek has been given the rubber hose in the booty. For the off and on for the last five years, right? In Phoenix, he started out yeah. that first year. The Suns were bad. Yeah. They took all his players from him. They he took- got the, he got to work with his players. Yeah. That second year, yeah. the only curse the Suns had was that they were in the West. That's a fact. That 48-49 win team, yeah, yeah. he had first of all he had. Your boy who went to Miami to run the point, Goran Dragic. Yeah, he, he made Dragic look like a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Thomas. running a two-guard backcourt with Dragic and Eric Bledsoe, yep. right? And when yep. Eric Bledsoe ain't on a crickety knee, Eric yeah. Bledsoe is a beast, yeah. right? You yeah. had Isaiah Thomas getting up off the bench. Yeah. You had... Uh, nine and a half fingers, Gerald Wallace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, right? What was Gerald's last name? Nah, you talking about um, um Gerald Green? Joe Green. Yeah. He got Joe Green. Yeah. I mean, they will run. He got the the the, the, the dysfunctional twins. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Got they the dysfunctional twins. They can't yeah. function without each other. Yeah. And then wanted to shoot the manager because they yeah. manager was tapping their moms. Oh, right. So I so you throw all of that. Oh, I mean, he had that. a squad. Yeah, right, definitely. forty-eight wins. Yeah. He was running high pick and roll, yeah. running side pick and roll. In the West. he let dudes score. Yeah. Dudes agreed to play D because they yeah. knew they was gonna get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he they, was letting them run. He ran a ten-man rotation. Dudes wasn't really tired. Everybody got a chance to touch the rock. Yes, the sir. third year in that deal, they gave every last one of his players away yeah, and then fact. fired them yeah. for yeah. what reason? Uh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Right, so he you're comes right. to yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. He got a little reclamation project. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you this dude wants him to run a system that he, that he ain't never ran yep. versus a system he did ran that he had some success in. Yes, if they'd have kept them players together, the third best team in the West might be the Phoenix Suns. Remember, remember yes. the Knicks started off good. Yeah. So Phil Jackson started started pressing yeah. that triangle. He brought a yeah. coach. Yeah. He brought a coach. He brought a coach in and didn't let the coach coach. Nah. 
He that is why for I all of that he, he should have just came down and, and ran himself. Because listen, he was running high pick and roll with a dude who's. IQ is probably only of pick and roll, which is Derrick Rose. Yes, indeed. Right? Yes, indeed. And then off the bench, you have my man from California who always wanted to play in New York, Brandon Jennings. Yeah. yeah. He's letting them throw wraparound passes. Mm-hmm. He letting yeah. them throw yeah. bounce passes in the lane. Yeah. They was moving. Yeah. And now you want to press. You, you want to emasculate your coach in front of your players to run I mean. a system mm-hmm. that absolutely is fundamentally incorrect for the players that, that you have. Yep. And when you do that, how you expect your players to respect the coach? And, and the dudes who stand by Phil the most, his old roommate, mm-hmm. Walt Clyde Frazier, mm-hmm. has gone on record, yep. Earl of Pearl Monroe, have yep. gone on record to say, look, we don't blame Melo. Yep. We don't feel that Phil has given Melo what he needs. To be successful So because of that mm-hmm. I'm really against All the Chuck Hornacek Argument yeah. He needs the opportunity If Hornacek Jeff. If Jeff yeah. gets 48 wins yeah. In the next three years yeah. Out of that roster yeah. He'll get a parade That's a fact And that's what's unfair He warrants that much But, but you know well, what ended up Being the end result Bye Felicia <laughs> Of course <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah Bye Felicia Of course But look get at it this way here, Look at it this way they get, they get, no matter how it wins, the East is so weak right now, even Ooh. even worse right now. Yeah. You may get a team that get in there with 35 wins, 39 That's wins, yeah. that, that make really the AC, and, yeah. and they be like, yeah, we made the playoffs. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I won't yeah. even watch the Eastern Conference but, part of the playoffs. But this is where it goes, this is where you I know? go back to it's not necessarily a bad thing if the Knicks makes the playoffs. Because if they what they added Tim Hardaway Jr. is much better than he was when he left here. Actually, they it is. Yeah, they Listen, didn't give him a chance here. And actually, Phil got rid of him. Phil he, like yeah, he didn't like him. Actually, it is. Mm-hmm. Because the Knicks make the playoffs, they make the AFC, okay. no matter how many wins, uh-huh. right? That puts y'all far back in the draft. It what y'all, what, y'all, what do y'all picks look like for but the next two years? But this is what I'm years? saying to you. Like, look, we already have a bright, a bright player in Willie Hernan Gomez, who nobody saw coming. He's already like he's looking like a young Mark Gasol. You know what I mean? He's played well, and the minutes that he's gotten, he's averaging a double double. What's y'all cap Chris, look like? The huh? money. The cap is all right. I mean, it's got, it's not it's not. Then, I mean, you're not anticipating Melo being there, nah. so that that sort of. Yeah. You start winning, uh-huh. people won't want to come. Of course, Remember, hey. it's a win-win situation. If you start winning, people won't want to come. Absolutely, exactly. I, I yeah. went to the people games. To yeah. I went, I went to the games during when they had the 15-win mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. and the garden was still packed. It's always, it's it was still be sold out. Players gonna, be gonna look like yo, they about winning. Exactly. Wanna Nobody wants to. They tell about winning, and the East is weak. Yes, this could be easy. Exactly. And who wants to be another Philadelphia, man? Philadelphia's been getting number one picks for the past 10 years. Philly's going to be crazy. Th- that's off potential. We don't know that. We don't know we, what Ben I mean, Simmons right. is going to be. Absolutely. We on, don't know if Markel Fultz is going to work with On with paper them. now, We don't know if Embiid is going to stay healthy. Like Minnesota. And he hasn't been healthy his whole career. His short career, he's been in the league three years, and he's been injured all three years. All three years. So he might end up being another Greg Oden. You know what I'm saying? So... We're just we're just speculating because they're young and they yeah. have these big names, but I mean you that may not equate Cleveland, to Cleveland, Boston, yep. Washington, Toronto. That's it. Maybe. That's the E. Maybe. That's it. 
You That's it. In Washington and Toronto, I could juxtapose, yeah. you know, one for the other. I just put it in. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. One could easily be three. One could easily I'm be four. Imagine Charlotte is going to be there. Charlotte is going to be there. But mm-hmm. I'm saying after those four that I mentioned, oh. everybody else in terms of talent yeah. kind of. So you that. could see, like, like, like brother said, you could see. 36, 38 and wins. You, and you in the playoffs. Making you a seven seed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> imagine, East is just that uh, bad. Yeah, imagine the all-star game. Who you it's so many people that ain't gonna be on the Western team yeah. because they're so loaded. That's why. And then and then you're gonna have people like Dion Waiters yeah. that could possibly the be the NBA, starting two guard. This is why the NBA is in the, in the Eastern the Conference, you know? They're gonna change the structure. I think, I think so. they're gonna change the structure. They're just gonna take the best the, sixteen. The, yep, the best sixteen nah, players. Nah, they, they are. Nah. They're gonna do it. They're not gonna do. They're it. gonna have to do it. It was. Nah, it was brought. It was brought to the desk. I, I, I know they, they said it, but no. Man, Even the no, playoff no. structure. They're gonna. They're gonna end up. Yeah, changing because look. Soon. Well, look at look at yeah. this way. Uh-huh. The, the, they got feedback. They got feedback from from fans like us watching the game, and you got forty uh, some win teams. No, they ain't gonna do shit. They go in there, they get swept. Like yeah. this past playoffs was trash because yeah. people get swept left and right. Yeah. These dudes, these dudes ran through the East, lost one game, and these dudes ran through the West and lost well, one game. Yeah. You're right, and it's really stay in Cleveland. They was stacked. But you, you know right. what? You know what? We're also underestimating the rookies that's coming in today. These may be. Impact players this season. We don't know. If yet. you a rookie and you in the East, uh-huh. you got a chance to yeah. get off. Yes. Oh yeah. If you yeah. a rookie you, two you guard better. in the East, yeah. a small forward, mm-hmm. you got a chance to get your rock candy off. Mm-hmm. Ain't no. There's no Paul George in the East. Yeah. And no Butler. No yeah. Butler in the, the East. And the combos there though. You know what I'm saying? The I'm Greek so Greek. a dude like him. Yeah. But he is more. The Greek freak. And he's a free agent next. That's year. who the Knicks are hoping that Nilakina can turn into. The Greek freak. That's what they're hoping that he can turn Ooh. into. They they hope that Nilakina can can turn into the Greek freak on the defensive end. Maybe uh, if he if he long like that, yeah. yeah. Listen, that, he that got a seven seven foot six wingspan. five with a yeah, seven, seven foot, foot wingspan. Arms, arms, you poking dude, you rip six and dudes all day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I take that. Trying to get you past know, him, don't need that. Yeah. Trying to get past him is hard, and, and yeah. if you do make it to the rim. That hand might come over your head and play handball. Listen, with fundamentally it. sound and can play D. Yeah. He'll stay in this league. He'll be like a Leandro Barbosa. He'll yeah. be 41, 42, like still I in the league. He's been right. playing with grown men yeah. since he was a kid, 15, 15, yeah. 15, 14, 15, yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah. They say yeah. he turned pro. Yeah. Playing with grown men over there. Yeah. He's been playing with grown men. Him. What you just say? Grown man game is different. Grown man game is way different. Him, Parker. Um, Boris Cephalosha. Yao Ming been playing with Grumman yeah. since he was 14, yeah. but uh, excluding yeah. the foot injuries. But those overseas, those dudes are playing with grown men. Yeah. Here, yeah. you're not allowed to. And then, they got, and then they got the one-year college rule And now. they're fundamentally sound. Yeah. Coming from overseas. Yeah. yeah. So they, you ain't got to you ain't gotta teach them about playing the angle on the pick and roll or, yeah. or, or pick and pop. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know they come in here fundamentally sound. And at the end of the day, fundamentals never break down. That's talent, talent. Or, I remember watching Joe Dumas. Joe yeah. Dumas gave an interview yeah. the year... 
the the Pistons drafted Allen Houston and Lindsey Hunter. Yeah. Yes. And he said in the interview, I like these young guys. I like what they bring to the table. They'll be great yeah. when they figure out angles. Mm. And the angles come from fundamentals. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you, like you're saying, they're great players in what they do, but a lot of these players don't know the fundamentals. Now, you have yeah, a guy like Tim me. Duncan that comes into the league that's strictly fundamental. Four fundamental. years in school. Exactly. 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 Four years, which is underestimated nowadays. Now, that's did, you hear, said, did you hear that, that report? Darius Stornwell is going to be a problem. Did you hear that report? They're trying to withdraw the one-year rule now Yeah. to bring back high school players to come in there. Oh, God. That'd be, that'd be crazy. Kwame Brown. Detrimental to the league, man. <laughs> that's detrimental to, Kwame Brown. to the league. Yeah, man. <laughs> But man, let's 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 switch gears for a second, man. You know, I want to kind of, you know, first and foremost, man, I want to say thank you, Mike, for even coming out, man, and kicking it with us today, man. But I want to kind of give our listeners an opportunity to get a little better understanding of who you are, what you've done in the game thus far, and you know, kind of what you're into now, man. So just to give people a little brief understanding of who you are, like, kind of like, where did you start? How did you start your um, career? And um. Radio. Well, first of all, let me make sure I tell you thank you, brother, for the opportunity to yeah. just come and sit down, break a little bread with yes, the brothers, watch, yes, a little, watch a little power yes, and whatnot. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the yes, time sir. with the brothers, you yes, know. Sir. Iron no sharpens iron. No and, and it's always good to sit down with some brothers and, and throw it back and forth. I mean, yes, indeed. for myself, you know, just take it back to the beginning. Um, you know, from the same St. Albans, Springfield Gardens area yes, as, as yourself. And yes, indeed. You know, a few years older. Yes, But, uh, you know what I'm saying, from the same hood. No and question. What happened was to stay out of trouble and, and, and for, you know, reasons of, you know, spiritual, spiritual religious convictions and faith and all of that. Yeah. My, my grandparents had me in the church at a young, at a young age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the church that we attended over on Godbrook Boulevard, Bethel Tabernacle, mm-hmm. was one of the first churches, was one of the first black churches to have a television department. Oh, word. Back in 83, 84, wow. 85. Okay. And because of some of the people who have gone there as parishioners over the years, yeah. when Bethel wrote the check, they didn't write the check for a camcorder. They wrote the check for television studio grade equipment. Wow. Wow. Bethel was recording on three quarter inch, you know, wow, uh, videotape. Wow. Bethel was recording with, you know, Ikigami cameras, JVC wow. cameras. Back then. Back then. Wow. So the stuff that I got involved with back then, and they had an audio department. Mm-hmm. And and when they wrote the check in for the, the TV in the church, when they wow. wrote the check for the TV equipment, it wasn't but two years later they wrote a check for the audio equipment. Oh, wow. So by 88, 89, Bethel was recording church services. Yeah, they were recording on cassette, yeah. but they were recording church services with 16 tracks. Wow. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. had 16 tracks. Yeah. And then when I went away to college and came back in like 92 for you know to visit family, Bethel had... You know, real real. Bethel had that. Bethel had wow. Bethel had forty eight tracks. Wow. Um, Bethel had compression and gate and, and 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 yeah and and tube and tube amp 
two preamps yeah, and yeah. you know Bethel have mics hanging from the ceiling and, and oh, so wow. that's what I learned under okay so when I left to go to college I went away to go to college for radio and television technology which would have allowed me to fix the equipment that we worked on okay. but I didn't like math and I was lazy wow. so I quickly got rid of the algebra classes uh-huh. and added public speaking one wow and uh, public speaking one and English, it wasn't English lit. Uh-huh. It was English for composition. Uh-huh. And I went from doing a lot of TV stuff in college to doing a lot of radio stuff in college. Okay. And realized I could find my niche. Like you always look for your niche in life. Uh-huh. That was mine. So now I'm doing college radio in a town called Auburn, New York. Auburn is 30 minutes west of Syracuse, 45 Damn. minutes east of Rochester. Woo. Eight hours you, away. You, yeah, you 45 there. minutes north of Ithaca. Oh. Um, you where the snowstorms were at. Oh. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Listen, I can tell you stories of, of cooking, because I learned to cook. Yeah. And I'd crack my window, uh-huh. I'd put a pot of macaroni and cheese in the window uh-huh. to let it cool off, uh-huh. go take a shower, uh-huh. come back, and the whole top of the pot is ice. Damn. Pot of macaroni and cheese, fresh off the stove. Wow. Right? Damn. You're talking six to eight inches of snow in an hour, and then the sky clears, the stars come out, yeah. and you start hearing this Rice crispy sound. And you'd be like, what is yeah, that? Yeah. That's the temperature dropping yeah. so fast yeah. that the snow is Turned freezing. Wow. Right? So yeah. in three hours, mm-hmm. you got a foot of snow that's hard enough for me at that time at 240 pounds to walk on the snow and not leave an imprint in the snow. Yeah, you was walking. You was walking. <laughs> right? You was, crazy. You was walking on top of the snow. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. So, so now I'm doing, I'm doing college radio in a town. What, what was the content of the college radio? Like? That time it was it was hip hop. So you was on right? stretching by Beto. Fre- yeah, I was stretching by Beto without stretching by Beto. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I had my guys. Uh-huh. I was on a show. There was another show behind me. Uh-huh. Basically, Saturdays from like three in the afternoon to midnight, all we played was hip hop. Right. Okay. Yes, indeed. So the next closest urban city to me is Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So to end my 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 collegiate time at my school, you had to do an internship. Mm-hmm. So they were like, look. We'll lean you towards one of the country music stations. You can go over here. You go over there. One of my boys had went up to Syracuse and found a Syracuse's version of 98.7 Kiss. Mm-hmm. Right? It was their version. But it was an AM station. Okay. It was AM that play hip-hop? 1050 WOLF. Mm. It was all R&B and hip-hop. Oh, wow. That was it. Mm-hmm. And like most Af- like most urban contemporary formatted stations, uh-huh. gospel on Sunday. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So I was there. But here's the difference. They weren't making no money. So an intern wasn't really treated like an intern. You were treated like an employee. Wow. Right? You were treated like a per diem employee. Really? So, and the way guys got paid was you sold advertising on your show. So if you didn't get no advertisers on your show, you working for free. You yeah. working for free. Well, yeah. you know what? Here's Captain working for free because I'm here to get grades for school, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So dudes would call me, yo, man, I'm drinking with my girl. You want to come work for me tonight? Absolutely, Boy. brother. I take that 30-minute ride, get in the building. Yeah. I'm playing slow jams yeah. from 11 to 2, yeah. and then it goes to the format. But yeah. after a while, what they would do is when they gave me my rundown, they yeah. leave gaps in the rundown, yeah. which were like, you do whatever you want to do, 
Just make sure you play these songs at this time and you play these commercials at this time. That's crazy. Right? That's like um the breaks. Right. It's like that to show the breaks. So now, yeah, yeah, so now yeah, here yeah. I am. Yeah. Here I am. And you know, I can say it now, Paola was the bomb. Right? <laughs> Paola was the bomb. Right? So I mean it would be like, okay, yeah. Pizza Hut, Domino's. Domino's yeah. isn't advertising with us. Yeah. The gas station ain't advertising with us. Uh, but I would roll up in there and be like, you know what? It's AM 1050 WOLF. I want to give a shout to my man Carl over at 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 at, at, at Exxon Mobil yeah. on South Salina. That's my guy. I went there and got my gas before I came in. I told him I'd give him a shout out and hope his daughter feels better. Oh, yeah, smart. Right? Smart. Here yeah. come a phone call 30 minutes later. What yeah. time you get off? I get off at 6 in the morning. Come by here and fill your tank up and leave, right? Wow. No questions asked. Wow. No doubt. Or here's five large pizzas show up at the door from Domino's at one o'clock in the morning and wow. ain't nobody here but me. No doubt. Or here come the phone calls because I'm playing slow jams in the middle of the night. Wow. Um, uh, We ain't never heard of you before. What time you get off? <laughs> <laughs> and he got the voice too. Right? Like, so yeah, I'm, fr- yeah. I'm fresh out yeah. of New York City. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I spread my wings a little bit, but as my man Black will contest, you know, my... My gr- I was raised by my grandparents, so they were kind of tight-fisted on a on a brother getting out and about. So now I'm a four, right, Black? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm, I'm four and a half hours away, yeah. and there ain't nobody to handcuff. Oh, yeah. Yo, Ma, oh, yeah. where you live at? Yeah, yeah. Right? I take that out with you. So Word. that's how that rolled out. So, yeah. but what happened from that, from the people that I met during that period of time like I met Miss Jones before she became Miss wow. Jones right yeah. because Jones. she's Syracuse Ooh, University alumni right I met Thank this you. I met this this rap group that Rough House Records bought through to do a record signing that that nobody said was gonna really be anything you didn't think they were gonna be big mm-hmm. here we are with a Haitian dude a chick and another dude Fugees. who they become they became the Fugees wow. right wow. so here I am Meeting folks that I would have never fathomed having met. History. Wow. Right? So now I'm meeting them. But again, like we talked about playing in the big field and then going back to your peers. Yes, when I go back to the college and do college radio, all of a sudden my college radio game was tight. Yeah. Like, because I'm coming from the big market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, not, not to kill all your time, but you know what I'm nah, saying? So, we so that had rolled. You know what I'm saying? That had rolled. I had did that. My mother had called me to tell me, look, I need you to come home. This is what it is. This is what's going on at home. I need you to come back home. Mm. So I came back home, um, left some opportunities on the table to come home, sleep on the couch for a couple years. But that desire never really died, right? Mm. So I've always been a student. So during that time, I said, one day this will pay off. So I start watching it. Because I'm on the couch and I got no job. So I'm watching the news strong. But I'm not watching the news for what's on the news. I'm watching the news for the way the news is done. Yeah. Right? I'm watching shows like 60 Minutes. How, watch- it's, how it's formatted. Yeah, how it's formatted. Okay. I'm watching shows that aren't on anymore that were some of the most successful shows in media in regards to African Americans. Mm. Tony Brown's Journal. Mm. I'm watching Like It Is with Gil Noble. Yes, okay. indeed. Right? I'm watching Classic. 60 Minutes for when they'll put on episodes with Ed Bradley. In one of his segments, right? Yeah. So time transpires. I take an EMT class, become an EMT. Didn't like it because I needed a little more authority. Became a paramedic. I'm sailing. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm working with a, I'm working in a hospital in Manhattan that's no longer in existence. One of the guys comes downstairs. We start talking hip hop, and you know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, I remember Park Jams. I remember. I remember the one or two times I went to the Baisley Park Jam. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I remember the 40 Park Park Jams. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that lived in the project, so I couldn't really go to the jam, but I would go to his house and sit in the window yes, and indeed. watch the jam all day. You know yes, what I'm saying? Indeed. Dudes yes, who indeed. remember watching the basketball game and the barbecue with about 50 grand duct tape to the backboard. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yes, uh, I go back to yes, that indeed. era, yep. right? Yep. So, yep. you know, me and my, my guy, we talk, and he says, look, I want to start... A radio, an internet radio show. An internet radio was just starting to bud at the time. Mm-hmm. You weren't reading anything about it if you read the, the the popular, you know, magazines and newspapers that you know deal with tech stuff. Yeah. But it was just starting to bud, right? Yeah. So my man was was at that time. If you were really balling, you were on One Dot FM. One Dot FM, FM is still to this day the largest conglomerate. Of internet radio programs, wow. right? Because what it is is it's a bunch of different radio networks, all with the one dot FM mm-hmm. line at the end of their name. So mm. if you were in the hip hop, you went to one dot FM jams. If you were in the gospel, you were in the praise and worship one dot FM. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. Okay. if you go to their it's website, if you go to their website, it's like a directory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if, you know what I'm saying? So, my boy was had a guy who was pre-recording shows. Shout out to my man DWI yeah. from DSN Network. Yes, he um, did. Shout out to DSN. There was a congl- you know, he was doing a show, you know what I'm saying, the old way where they were recording it on like Kickwalk. Um, wow, Kickwalk. Yeah. Yeah, they were recording Sheesh. it on Kickwalk. Yeah. So, he had planned a show called yeah. Hip Hop 101. Yeah. And Hip Hop 101 was going to be a show where they interviewed all the OGs of hip hop. Mm. Right? Mm. So that's exactly what happened. So the wow. way it was structured is my man Charlie went and got him a host. Mm-hmm. I forgot the dude's name, but he claims to have the largest collection of park tapes. Mm-hmm. Right? So and Park Jam, Park Jam, wow. right? From yeah. different, from uh, different, from different parks all Stretching around the street. city. Wow, going wow. back to '79. Wow, damn, right? Yeah. So you named you named the jam. Yeah, you got this it. dude supposedly had it, right? Wow. Breakout and Baron on the set. I feel uh, bad because I didn't come up in that era, man. I so was I'm like, all right, still in diapers. Cool beans, not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. So he's like, look, we're going to do a show, and I want you there. I want you part of the show. But I want you to go to the studio to hang out with the dude who owns the studio. Uh-huh. His name is DWI, and, and get a a, a a feeling for how he does things. Yes, indeed. So, all right, so I start hanging out. We, we, we kick it. I don't mean to be long with the story. Nah, I'm just listen, trying to man, give you the full, I'm we trying building. to give you the full grasp. Nah, give right? the listeners what they need to hear, so, man. This is history. I'm there, and I'm rocking out with D. I'm getting to know D. Mm-hmm. So, and he has different shows that he's recording. Mm-hmm. So whenever a show would be short a guest mm-hmm. or a host ain't show up, mm-hmm. he'd be like, yo, Mike, uh, why don't y'all put my man Mike on the panel and, mm-hmm. and let him talk? Mm-hmm. So by this time, I had been out of the media realm, the game for, I moved back home in 96, and mm-hmm. now we're talking 2004. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about eight years, I had been out of the loop. So I got eight years of rust to work on. No question. So now we start doing the hip-hop one-on-one. First day we do Hip Hop 101, they like be to the studio by 8 o'clock. Yes, I get off work at 7, I change my clothes, I roll in the studio. Mm-hmm. The old DSN, which used to be up on uh, 
Boston Road between Fish and Seymour upstairs in a building in a commercial space that used to be one of the most well-known ballrooms in the city and used to do hip-hop way back in the days, right? So I'm like, all right, bet. I walk in the door. My man Charlie greets me. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, I want you to meet somebody. And I'm trying not to be a kid because at this moment I'm being a child. I'm standing there. You ain't got to introduge me to this dude. Yo, L.A. Sunshine. Pleasure to meet you. Sitting next to L.A. LA Sunshine, Sunshine. who Modi. So I meet ah, Modi and Sunshine my like first me time there. Wow. <laughs> so my job was to just take them to break. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. They had a host. I'm just taking them to break. Wow. So I'm sitting there just in awe. I don't know how to respond. I mean, yeah. this is this is this is Modi. This yeah, is yeah. Three. before you get bum rush. <laughs> they was mean. They was mean. Yes, indeed. So yep. I'm kicking it with them. Show's over. We do another show. No particular. We do another show with. My man Rodney C. Uh-huh. Rodney C.'s real name is Rodney Stone, and if Stone sounds familiar, it's because his ex-wife is Angie Stone. Oh! Wow. But the first rap group to ever go on tour with a rock group, Rodney C. from Double Trouble yeah. from TV from the from the TV movie Wild Style yeah. went on tour Wild with Style. Debbie Harry and Blondie. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm sitting here with this dude, and this dude is cool money yeah. like we're conversing like I'm talking to you yeah. so I'm starting to get my game back I'm getting my game back I'm getting stronger yeah. I'm doing more than just taking him to break mm-hmm. Charlie calls me the day before our next interview and is like yo I fired that dude I don't want him as the host no more wow. so I'm like wow Charlie what you gonna do about a host he's like I got one I was like alright who, who you got come in he's like no I ain't got nobody coming I got you this is your show. This is your show. Good luck. Oh, by the way, the next show, you're going to be surprised. Wait till you show up. Good luck. So I show up at the studio for the next show. I'm standing next to this dude um, named Cool Kyle, the star child. Mm-hmm. Cool Kyle didn't make any records. Cool Kyle was sort of like Dot and Spank G from 40. Well known. Yeah, yeah, had been everywhere. Had toured, <laughs> yeah. but never made a record. Never made a record. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Cool yeah. Cow. Sounds like Cool Cow. You know, yeah. you know, you know, now you think of the Cool Chip Cool Cow made one record that was played on BLS, uh-huh. and he had a partner named Billy Bill. So it was Cool Cow and Billy Bill. Cool Cow and Billy Bill was supposed to end up being. What Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde were, yeah. but they never got the exposure that Andre oh, Harrell and wow. his old partner got, right? Ain't so they they were just doing tours, making 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 you know chicken money yeah. along the way. Yeah. But it was me, him, and they were like, we're waiting for Reg. So I'm like, well, who's Reg? They like Reg. You meet Reg. So Reg comes in. Dude works for MTA. Uh-huh. I'm kicking it with him. It's Reggie Reg from the Crash Crew. Wow. So now I'm sitting here And the Crash Crew's only The only negative to the Crash Crew Uh Reggie Reg, Bistro, Uh Shoe B, Uh EK Mike C Uh The only problem that they had Is they came along at the wrong time Because the groups in front of them with all the notoriety like was taking, taking back. Yeah, was, was what it is. Flash yeah, it's Flash Jews, and though. the Furious Five yeah. right you had the Treacherous Three yes and then Word. you had the Fearless Four yeah right so now you had those three in front of them yeah Crash Crew had hits yeah Google rocking on the radio 
That was the Crash Cruise joint. Yeah, yeah. That jam was hot that to was that in, day. That, was, that, was in that might not be thing. today, yeah. but no, to that, that, that time yeah, period, yeah, 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 my man thing. Black could tell you, when yeah. you heard Reggie Reg is rocking on your radio, yeah, yeah. when you heard that come on, you were like, oh, but you know what? Yeah. They were in front of the Fearless Four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was hard. You know what I'm saying? Grandmaster yeah. Kaz and them. Yeah. You know, Crown, Cold Crush. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the groups in front of you. So, yeah. For whatever reason, Reggie Reginald never really caught on. Yeah. But by this time, I done caught my flow yeah. to where now dudes is hearing about Hip Hop 101 yeah. and want to come to the show. That's what's up. Because the host was crushing them. Like, mm-hmm. I had a way of making dudes, you know what I'm saying, who were non-consequential to the basic realm by today's standards. Yeah. Yo, man, listen, you the brick. Yes, you know indeed. what I'm saying? Yes, I can't indeed. walk on the street if it's not paved. Yes, indeed. You dudes are the pavement yes, indeed. to whom in which I'm walking on. Yes, well, indeed. lo and behold, my next interview, my very next interview, they're like, Mike, take your day off of work, get you some rest. Yeah. I got Africa Bambada coming Bambada. through. Bambada. Right? So, yeah. I get to the studio, <laughs> who comes walking in the door with his entourage? <laughs> Who's that? Africa so now I'm talking to Bam, yeah. like Zulu Nation, Zulu and the whole shout out to Red Baron, who's the yes, religious indeed. advisor to the Zulu Nation. Yes, just, just yo, big shout. You yes, know what I'm yes, saying? Indeed. So yes, I'm interviewing indeed. Bam. Yeah. Four weeks later, Cool Hurt comes through the door. Cool Hurt. I'm interviewing shout Cool Hurt cool for Herc. two reasons. Because at that time, they were getting ready to gentrify Cedar and Sedgwick. Okay. They had private developers that the city was ready to sell those mm-hmm. buildings mm-hmm. because by real estate standards, those buildings and sit the over the East yeah. Highway. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. sit over the East River. Yep. And a building over a river, no matter how dirty the river, is considered waterfront housing. Yes, right. indeed. Yep. Yep. So they, that. I got, I got hurt there. I got hurt sister there. Mm-hmm. I got some old woman who lived in the building since they opened it in the yeah. early 70s. Yeah. I got people from all types of private organizations that fight gentrification. They're there. So that was my introduction to socioeconomic issues. Yes. So from that point, my interview skills had just shot through the roof. Just shot through the roof. Yeah. I laid dormant for a couple of years, got sick. Uh, a lot of things had transpired. I'd done a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. I started to get back on my feet. I was doing some internet based talk shows, mm-hmm. Mentality, which mm-hmm. was just the world's perspective from a bunch of black men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. upwardly mobile, mm-hmm. intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, four hour program mm-hmm. that had got so popular. I have folks out west tuning in on their computers from work. Wow. We were from nine to twelve. We were from twelve to four, mm-hmm. which is from nine to one for them, yeah. right? So they were tuned in. They'd log in. They'd send email and text message. I have folks on the east going to lunch, coming back from lunch, tuned in to me, rocking out with me, calling in, mm-hmm. emailing, texting. I mean, yo, we had it on lock wow. for about a year. You know, then life happens, yeah. and then um, I'm laying on my bed. I'm like, a friend of mine shoots me a text message, says, "Yo, 2017, let's make it pop." Yeah. I said, "You know what? Enough is enough. It's time to make it pop again." Questions. And lo and behold, you now have 
what is rapidly becoming a very successful platform, mm-hmm. which is the Well Moderated Podcast. Yes, indeed. Please which, explain to people what, what your um, Well Moderated Podcast The Well Moderated Podcast is a podcast that is really just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Being a student of media, both from an educational perspective and mm-hmm. just from a life perspective, mm-hmm. if you want to support any agenda, you start through media. You yes, want to make indeed. black people seem like gorillas and monkeys and savages? Yeah. Then everything you put in media must portray them as just that. Yes, yep. indeed. Right? So when you do that, the one thing you will have to eliminate is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because if I have a conversation, then a conversation can bring doubt to the purported image that you are so putting on TV. Well, you know what? I don't understand how... Black people can be savages and gorillas when, well, Dad, I, I go to the office and work with Steels, and Steels is intelligent, Steels is articulate, Steels is his own man, Steels is nothing what I see on TV. Yes, so in yes, order, yes. in order to support your images, you have to. It's two phased, but one phase is you must eliminate conversation. So the whole purpose of the Well Moderated Podcast was to return conversation Mm -hmm. so it's not really an interview Mm -hmm. although I do have you know formatted questions Mm -hmm. for each guest Mm -hmm. but I don't ask those questions if we was in the barbershop if we were at the airport if we were at the train station and struck up a conversation it's a basic conversation it's just a basic conversation and then you leave with a different perspective than you came in with earlier I've had people tell me hey Mike man you know what I never really thought about it that way or I never really knew that African Americans had that going for them. Yes, I never, I never knew. Thank you, brother, for yeah. for a conversation. Yes, indeed. Yes, Crazy, indeed. right? Yeah, it's a fact. So, yeah, but that's so it's real. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's real. Right. That's so real. from that, I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna start. Now, my nickname, mm-hmm. or the the, the 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 microphone name given to me over the years, mm-hmm. was Mike the Moderator. Mike the moderator. Right. So yeah. the well moderated podcast is yeah. just a spin off of off, of off of Mike the moderator. But wow. I sat, I thought about it, I did three months worth of due diligence for people that don't know, you know what I'm saying? Well they wouldn't, but I'm on dialysis, right? My yeah. kidney I got sick and my kidneys stopped working. Okay. Okay. So to to do my due diligence for the podcast, I use my dialysis time. So I'm sitting in a chair with two needles that are large enough to blow up balloons with in one arm, a laptop in my lap, phone in the other arm, Bluetooth in my ear, headphones on the other ear, doing all my due diligence and my research and putting the word out that this is what I'm doing. And once I put it out that this is what I'm doing, everything just started to flow. It's amazing how... How blessings come your way. No question. You know what I'm saying? I needed a logo. Mm-hmm. I got a co-worker. His daughter just graduated college for graphic art. Mm-hmm. She did the logo. Mm-hmm. I needed a, I needed photos. One of my guys came through with the photos. Yes, I needed, I have a video. I have a 30-second video mm-hmm. promo for the well-moderated podcast mm-hmm. that was done that the dude charged me a fraction of what it is because he was just so happy to see me doing mm-hmm. something that they've been waiting for me to that's, do that's for at least the past seven years, that's right? But as someone once told me, I had a conversation one time with a guy named Ruben Mark. 
And y'all smart folks can Google Ruben Mark. Ruben Mark was once upon a time the CEO of Time Warner. Mm. Left Time Warner when Alan Parsons came in, if I'm following the timeline correctly, Mm -hmm. and went to become the CEO of Colgate Palmolive, the toothpaste, toothbrush people, South America. Mm -hmm. And then from there became the CEO of Colgate Palmolive worldwide. Mm -hmm. I met him one time. He got ill. Mm -hmm. One of my patients, Mm -hmm. a 20-year paramedic. And every time, you know, I took him to the hospital, and every time I come back, I'd strike up a conversation with him just to pick his brain. And he was listed in Forbes magazine one time as the last good guy in business. And the tools that he gave me in our brief conversations have stuck with me till this day. He would tell me stuff like, if you want to prove to the people who are around you that you are who you say you are, do things that remind them that you are who you say you are. How would he do that? He would write a check every month and all the toiletry items that Colgate Palmolive sells, Mm -hmm. he would buy for his home. But he wouldn't take them like most CEOs do. Mm-hmm. He would write a check and pay for them. Mm-hmm. So the people in billing would see his name come through on a check and would have a different respect for him because he would buy the items that he sold, not just take the items that he sold. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have a responsibility yeah. to the people that you work with exactly. to remind them that you are only a few steps up the ladder than them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping them from being where you are, mm-hmm. and if the stock market falls in the wrong way, there's nothing that stops you from being where they, they are. are. I never forgot that's that. That's 2004. Wow. Here we are, what, 13 years, years yeah. later? I can close my eyes and hear him saying that to wow. me. So the impo- he reminded no me question. of the importance of going back to get the people who make you successful. Yes, sir. Whether they literally make you successful or their presence makes you successful. So the first episode of the Well Moderated Podcast was recorded with individuals to whom and which are responsible for me being where I am. Minus one person. There was a young lady there uh, from Get In Line Radio, Mm -hmm. my girl D Essence. Mm-hmm. I just I love the vibe when I met her, so I yeah. invited her through. But yeah. my man, Doctor Jason Ortiz, yeah. who spent ten years in prison mm-hmm. and now got a PhD mm-hmm. and is in you know build business consultants and, mm-hmm. and, and public health and all mm-hmm. of that. He was there. Another was young there. lady that I know that came up in the same ranks I did just came up before me. Mm-hmm. She was there. My girl Mocha Marie, and of course I had to go get my man Still. Yeah, I was definitely there. Right, so that was the well-moderated podcast, and the funny thing, if I could add this, is that the 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 plan was some interviews and some monologues. Right, touched. I wanted to touch everything before I got into politics. Because once you get into politics, yeah. Because once you get into politics, that's pretty much a wrap. You're stuck there. Once you're there, that's it. So I tried to stay away from that for right now. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. Cool beans, we could do this. Yeah. But the interviews that we've been doing with the Well Moderator Podcast have become so successful that I'm in a position where I'm in a position where 
folks are asking me when's the next one. Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to next? Mm-hmm. And you know you struck a chord when the people who are asking you don't look nothing like you. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm a firm believer that you have responsibilities. And you have a responsibility to pay attention to who's listening to you. Yes, indeed. And if you don't want to entertain them, you have a responsibility to educate them. It's either or, it's not both. So either I'm going to do some shucking and jiving and some yowza bossing, or I'm going to get up here and, and I'm going to tap away on the and I'm going to tap away on the billboard, yes, and, and we're going to on the chalkboard, and we're going to go through some lessons. I'm going to give you some lessons. Yes, indeed. So that's pretty much where we we've, we've gotten, yeah. um, you know, the email responses, the text message responses, yeah. the downloads. You know, I had somebody tell me, hey, man, everybody in my office love your show. No so I ran to see what my stats were. I'm like, what do you mean they love my show? I only see this. I'm, no, no. What happens is, is I, I, I upload you and then I turn the speakers up loud and everybody in my office is listening to you. Mm-hmm. And there's about 15 of us on my side of the office. And, and, and oh, by the way, I, I'm the only person of color over here. And they all love your show. Wow. Wow. You know what? If I leave here tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? I've left something behind. Yes, indeed. And I, I always preach that that should be every man's motto is that you should have a desire to leave something behind. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So yes, indeed. document what you brought to society. Yes, indeed. So we have the Well Moderated Podcast, and yeah. the stuff that's lined up for the Well Moderated Podcast is, is just crazy, man. It yeah. brings tears to my eyes to see what... You know what I'm saying Has been able to come about You know By some humility And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Just ask I mean you know My man Stills came through Man right? listen man I appreciated that look man I learned a lot man On that visit That was my first panel you know, I was nervous But I definitely felt the vibe And I felt the love That was there man And, and inspired me To kind of want to Tighten my ship up You know man, what I'm saying After I left the next there man in New York. I know I was supposed to be The next man man But you know Everything happens for a reason, man. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what's on my radar as of yet, man. You know? Listen, what I, what I would tell you is just enjoy, enjoy the ride. Yes, yeah. indeed. Enjoy the ride. Definitely. But yeah. understand, mm-hmm. this is one thing that, that was imparted to me some years ago, mm-hmm. is that when you have success on a platform, mm-hmm. whatever that platform is, mm-hmm. when you have a level of sustained success yeah. even if it's only three days mm-hmm. understand that though you appreciate that success mm-hmm. you're supposed to be there yes indeed if you weren't supposed to be there it you be would there. not have That's the level of success no matter how sustained it is That's and I've fact. sat back and aside from the well moderated podcast Yo, I've been doing streamings and interviews. Mm-hmm. I've ghost written. I have two arg- two articles that a magazine published oh, wow. over wow. the years. Two music magazine articles that wow. were published. I've ghost written some stuff for people. I've I've I've, yeah. I've, I've counseled folks. I've advised yeah. folks. Yeah. I've 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 across the gambit. Yeah. Yeah. So now here it is, 12, 15 years later. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, this is where I'm supposed to no be. Question. I'm grateful no for question. being here. Yes, indeed. But you have to understand that this is where I'm supposed to Absolutely. be. Absolutely. And when you're supposed to be somewhere, yeah. your responsibilities change. Yes, indeed. It's not to get here. 
It's to stay, stay here. There. Yes, indeed. So while I'm here, I have a responsibility to stay here. And how do I stay here? I stay here by the means in which that got me here. Yes, so indeed. if what got me here was by doing my due diligence, by reading stuff nobody else was reading, by interviewing people people didn't want to interview, by asking questions people didn't want to ask, by answering questions that people didn't expect me to answer that they asked, yeah. by following that 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 timeline and that and that that ledger mm. i have a responsibility to maintain that yes, and pass it on no and question. that's how you respect the individual no i don't care who the individual is mm. i don't have to respect your politics mm -hmm. but there's a part of you that has to respect an individual's wherewithal an individual's testicular fortitude mm -hmm. to withstand the hits yeah. That are thrown at you yes, and indeed. keep pressing forward. Absolutely. That's no a responsibility. No question. If you don't want to take that responsibility, don't get on the platform. No question. No question. Don't get on the platform. How many how many dudes made how many dudes made records mm -hmm. that were like, if I'd have known all this other stuff was involved, yeah. I'd have never got did. involved. Yeah, that's a fact. You're right. He's absolutely you right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I took that, I took that as a lesson yeah. and I ran with that and you know, by the grace of God, January 1st, um, you may very well be seeing the Well Moderated Podcast either on your television set uh, or on a downloadable service mm -hmm. called the 950 Lounge. Yes, I'm it definitely it's basically a subscription in. service no and you'll be able to buy episodes no and uh, we're in the works. On working that out now, but that's looking us that that's gonna come in the first of the year. Thank so. God willing, man. Michael for Ray, yes, you got my Michael support, Ray. brother. You, you, guy, you live man. in the New York City area support, in the very indeed. near future. If you stand in waiting for the bus under one of them bus shelters, yeah. you will be seeing a well moderated podcast poster in the that's bus shelter. That's you got my up. support, no question. Man. Definitely. My God. I apologize man. if I took up listen, too much time. Man, man, listen, I was man. a little long winded. Homie, man, I don't get the, out much. The big homie at that, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, I appreciate you even coming down. That's why I had to bring Nick Since Black in with us, man. Bird up. I had to bring him in, man. And I appreciate support, it, man. man. I appreciate you even coming through, dropping jewels and sharing your experiences with us. Listen, man. man yeah. I am a fan you know I mean? of the Bars and Hoops brand. I promote the Bars and Hoops brand in conversation Man, as much it. as I can. Yes, um, I mean, obviously, brother, you know I, I can't promote it as much I as I do. Well, moderate. Yeah, listen, but I'm an honest dude. It's so good. It's all love. I'm an honest dude. It's all love at the end of the day. But yeah. you know, what I'm saying I support that brand. I try to stay away from talking. And, and that's a that's that's a luxury that you've afforded me, mm -hmm. um, because I respect your brand. Yes, indeed. If I didn't respect your brand, you wouldn't even be here. Exactly. Number one, I wouldn't be here. But or, or maybe because for those who don't know, Steels is like <laughs> top chef, barbecue chef, right? <laughs> <laughs> grilling, grilling, and chilling from the Food Network, right? So, but aside from that, if I felt that. I needed see the reason there's a well moderated podcast is because there's a lack of a conversation. Yeah. So I try to create conversations on multiple platforms. But bars and hoops satisfies my necessity of what I feel needs to be in place. So I don't have to do that. I don't have to get on the well moderated podcast, talk bars or hoops, because there's already a bars and hoops 
more than satisfies my criteria. Right? So I can stay away from that. There's no need to duplicate services, right? You play ball. We'll put this in the bars form, in a hoops format. If I shoot, and you shoot, yeah. st- and black shoot, yeah. and, and, and and brother Zay shoot, yeah. then somebody don't need to shoot. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm gonna go around here, I'm gonna bag me up four chicks, cause they're yeah. gonna like my behind the back passes. They're gonna like my hoopty hoop passes, my looky loose, and my throw it off the backboard, and, and my rebounds yeah. where I scream yeah. like like most Scurry used Get to scream assist, for you and LB. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna have six points, but I'm gonna have like 19 dimes. Yes. Get them assists, you know what brother. I'm saying? Somebody got to do that. So Get since bars assist. and hoops, in my opinion, for multiple reasons, mm-hmm. meets a demographic, there's no need for me to reach to that demographic no question. in that way. And I respect right? it, man. Yes, they, they may want to reach, I may want to reach that demographic for something else yeah. to provide them balance. Mm-hmm. But you provide me balance mm-hmm. the way I provide you balance. No question. Right? No question. So, you know what I'm saying? We managed to keep it right here. No question. Now, if you want to get social with it, mm-hmm. every other ethnic group does that. No question. Of course. Right? No question. Of yeah. course. Right? Yeah. So, if I go in a neighborhood, if I go in a, a neighborhood of another ethnicity, mm-hmm. one person of that ethnicity may own the corner store. Mm-hmm. One person may own the butcher shop. Mm-hmm. One person own the jewelry store. No question. Right? The butcher ain't selling jewelry mm-hmm. and the grocery store ain't selling meat. So mm-hmm. or like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So or he gets his meat from the butcher shop. No right? So you keep it all in the community. Yeah. The community is serviced by each and every one of us not stepping on the other one's toes, no but being brotherly about no it and saying, yo, we can all get this paper. It's about yeah. allowing everybody to eat. Everybody, Listen, man, just say you want to you come here and kick it with your friends. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Different platform. But, but I know, nah, I know Mike, what he's saying, but he's good. Mike he's good. is a good dude, Intelligent, man. Yeah, intelligent been, brother. He's been, he been grabbing me by the collar, man, and bringing me along, man. I ain't going to lie. Like, he been, he been, 40 years? Yeah. 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Kindergarten. You can't, you, can't replace, you can't replace that. Definitely can't. Him, I know this. No I know this brother right? since seventh grade, no and, he's, and he's been the same and kept it real with me oh, ever and, since and then. That's, that's how you. That's how you. That's oh. how you promote sustainability. Yeah, right. It's all yeah. about sustainability, no right? So if one falters, yes, you pick the other one up, but you don't wait for that next man to falter. Yeah. You support that man while he's successful. Oh yeah, you know what no I'm saying? It, it's like me, me and a homie of mine used to go to strip clubs together, mm-hmm. right? We be piss broke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Me and my man Speed Bay used to go to go, go to strip club together. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man Ron Carpe mm-hmm. from Carpe New York Fashion, mm-hmm. right? So. You know, we'd be at the strip club. Chicks used to think we was balling. <laughs> I had 20 in singles. He had 20 in singles. So we'd be under the table like, well, yeah. together we got 40 bucks. Yeah, so, yeah. So get, get, we set aside a couple dollars for throwaway bucks. Yeah. Throwaway dollars was for the ugly chicks that just would not go away unless yeah, you gave right. them a dollar. Yeah, so right. I, yeah, 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 take it. Go, go on over there. Go on over there. Go on over there. Yeah, 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 don't say nobody. You t- take that. I said don't say take, take that. Word. Take that. Take, it's take always that. some ugly chicks in the strip. So, so yeah. So it, it's like it's like that. So you know, I want to say thank you, man, for not just giving me the opportunity to come through and kick it with the bars and hoops family, but just for putting together bars and hoops. 
Man, listen, man, I appreciate it, Mike, man, for real, man. I really I enjoy your presence, man. I enjoy the knowledge you always share, the jewels you always drop, man. It's definitely appreciated, man, for real. So for anybody that wants to follow up and follow the Well Moderated Podcast, where should they go? They should go to TuneIn.com. You can download the TuneIn app, or you don't have to, mm-hmm. and you can find it, the Well Moderated Podcast, all one word. You can go to iTunes and find the Well Moderated Podcast. It's yes, over there. Yes, you can go to SoundCloud for however much longer SoundCloud is in business. Yeah, heard, you I can heard. find. Wow, they gonna go out? Yeah, they about to go out. They got yeah. like, they got yeah. like two months worth of operating budget left. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. After yeah. that, they going down. So I'm, about, I'm gonna do what you said. Tune in. I'm gonna have to. I'm Don't worry, I got another media. I got another media server yeah, for you, brother. Definitely. I got you. No question. I got you. No question. No I got you. Um. Yeah. And uh, you know so All the social cool. medias mm-hmm. You know Instagram The Well Moderated Podcast mm-hmm. Facebook The Well Moderated Podcast Twitter And if you want to drop me a line It's The Well Moderated Podcast At gmail.com No doubt man So people Y'all need to go out there Support that man Black owned man Definitely Black owned businesses man Black owned outlets man You get a lot of food For thought at the Well Moderated Podcast, you already know what you get here. You're getting bars and hoops, sports and music over here. Za, Mike, my man Black, I appreciate y'all coming out today, man. That's so. So, bars and hoops, signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace.